At ASDefense.com, we were already selling the best knife brands in the world when law enforcement approached us about making them a knife. And so, the ASD Centurion was born. Centurion is made of tough D2 tool steel, has a full plane edge, and fully serrated spine. It's like having two knives in one. Centurion also has a gut hook, skull crusher, and storage inside the handle. Get your ASD Centurion today at ASDefense.com. That's ASDefense.com. This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. All right, we got breaking news. Listen up. We got some pretty big information for a lot of folks out there. As you all know, noise is happening this Saturday at Center 615 in Elkhart. Well, we're going through the final preparations. I just got out of a meeting where we were going over some of the stuff and and some of the the latest and wrap-up sort of scenario with it. And we ended up coming across a few more and very few more, really limited quantity of last-minute VIP tickets that will be available to the general public now. So here's the thing. Yeah, things happen. And so we got a few. It's It's a handful. It's not that many. Uh, just some leftover stuff after some scheduling issues. So if you would like VIP tickets to noise, you can get those now. You can do that at 953mnc.com. Uh, I recommend you can come in and get them too, but I recommend you probably get them on the website and just print them off from the website because time will be of issue here. There aren't that many. Uh, we're literally talking about just a handful. So if you have been wanting VIP tickets, this is your opportunity to get them. I know that uh, there's an email that's going out to everybody on the list right now to let them know. And from what I understand, it's a fairly simple process for you to upgrade if you have general admission tickets and you want the VIP tickets. And VIP gives you several extra perks. So you get into the event early. You get preferred seating at roundtables in the VIP section. You get a complimentary heavy appetizer, which will be provided by Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill. A cash bar is provided by Five Star Dive Bar. You'll get a special event lanyard, an MNC swag bag. You'll get a copy of Brian Kilmeade's new book, Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers, and access to the VIP area prior to the show to meet and mingle with all of us, including Katie and Brian. Um Obviously, people take their pictures with them and all of that stuff, too. That's that's all with the VIP. General admission doesn't get that. So uh, they get the book. I mean, everybody buys a ticket because the book. But everything else is VIP exclusive. And so this, I mean, this literally just happened. We're in the meeting and, like, we, we just got, like, a handful of these that are available. Um, we were obviously previously sold out. Some things happened, and now we have a few tickets left. So if you would like to go to the VIP at Noise on Saturday... I would get them now. Uh, of course, you can contact the office and you can maybe try and do an upgrade if you're in general admission and you missed out on it. A couple of you sent me messages saying that you missed out. But this is your opportunity to get those VIP tickets uh, before Saturday. And again, Final Phase Electric and 95.3 MNC on Saturday are presenting the fourth annual noise. Of course, Brian Kilmeade, Katie Pavlich are going to be joining us. Everybody who gets a ticket will get a copy of Brian's brand new book, Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers. Tickets are available at 953MNC.com or the MNC Studios at 237 West Edison Road in Mishawaka. Several people came in today to buy their tickets today. Uh, I think two of the new VIPs went out, but several of the general admissions went out. Uh, but you have to hurry because obviously they're going fast. 
And like I said, we're down to the last the last uh, couple of days here. So make sure you get them now. Again, that is happening this Saturday, presented by Final Phase Electric, 95.3 MNC. But uh, just was told literally 20 minutes ago that we have a few VIPs that are now open for purchase if you would like to get your hands on a VIP pass to MNC's noise. I also want to thank my sponsor, Second Amendment Arms and Range, located in New Carlisle. Uh, today is Tuesday, which means tomorrow's Wednesday. Kids shoot free every Wednesday with a shooting parent. Go to secondamendmentarms.net for more information. All right, write down the phone number. I have a feeling that some of you are going to have some things to say about this story. 574-25-95-95-3. That is 2595-953. You can also send me a text message at 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. A South Bend man who police say dropped his young granddaughter from the 11th floor of a cruise ship docked in Puerto Rico is now facing charges in Puerto Rico. A judge ordered the arrest of Salvatore Anello, Anello excuse me, after prosecutors submitted evidence saying that the two-year-old Chloe Weigand fell out of the ship when Anello raised her to an open window back in July. He faces a charge of negligent homicide. Of course, we've covered this story pretty extensively. Anello blames Royal Caribbean Cruises for leaving the window open. Um, we talked about this before. I saw pictures of the cruise ship. It would actually be reasonable to mistake uh, an open window for a closed one. The way that this ship is designed, that is certainly possible. He works for the St. Joseph County. His father, the child's father, is an officer with the South Bend Police Department. Anello is being held on $80,000 bond and will appear in court on November 20th. So here's the... First of all, I want to get your reaction to this. People are obviously furious. 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953 to give your reaction to the grandfather now facing charges and the death of his granddaughter. Now, of course, this has always been deemed... Uh, accidental by by the family uh, the father or the uh, grandfather was uh, according to reports the most distraught that was there um, and had to be had to be you know um, restrained and sedated and you can only imagine this scenario um, I, I I would never wish anything like this on anybody but up until now there has been no indication that there would have been any criminality on the grandfather's part that this would have been a horrible, tragic accident. But now they're actually charging him with a crime. So the attorney representing the family released this statement. These criminal charges are pouring salt on the open wounds of this grieving family. Clearly, this was a tragic accident, and the family's singular goal remains for something like this to never happen again. Had the cruise line simply followed proper safety guidelines for windows, this accident likely would never have happened. Here is the statement from Puerto Rico. Attorney General Denise N. Longo Quinoz, I, I probably butchered that, the chief of prosecutors, uh, and together with the prosecutor's office of the district attorney of San Juan, Victor Carbonell, reported that charges were filed against Salvatore Nello for negligent homicide per Article 96 of the Criminal Code. In events that occurred on July 7th, 2019, on the Freedom of the Seas cruise ship, 
A child aged one year and seven months lost her life when the step-grandfather, husband of the maternal grandmother, negligently exposed her through one of the windows on the 11th floor of the ship. The miner fell from a height of 115 feet, which caused death instantly. Today, Judge Jimmy Sepulveda of the San Juan Hall of Investigations found cause for arrest against the accused and imposed a bail of $80,000. The preliminary hearing was set for November 20th, 2019. The investigation was carried out by Agent Carlos Claudio La Santa of the Division of Criminal Investigation of Homicides of San Juan in coordination with prosecutions, uh, the prosecutors in the case. So, I I don't know what to say. There is a technical aspect, I guess, that would show that the law would have a case that he didn't verify that the window was closed before he put his granddaughter up there. Of course, the family is suing the cruise lines now because they didn't have the windows closed when kids were around, which is a known safety hazard. Uh, There's some protocols and things like that that are being debated between both sides. But now the grandfather has been charged with negligent homicide of his granddaughter. Uh, I've looked at the public's reaction to this, and people are, are absolutely livid here. But I wanted to open this up and get your response. 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. Are these charges reasonable? You support them or not? And give us reasons why. We'll take those phone calls next on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. You can also send a text message to 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. I want to thank R&B Car Company locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. Also want to let you know that just prior to the show, I was informed that there have been a few VIP tickets to Noise that have been released. They can be purchased, and it's just a handful of them, ladies and gentlemen. If you go to 953mnc.com, you can buy those tickets. You can also upgrade, or you can come into the studios and pay for them here, but there aren't that many, so I would I would act as quickly as you possibly can. We're talking about the uh, story, the tragic story of the the young girl who fell from the cruise ship the grandfather is now facing criminal charges uh, for negligent homicide in Puerto Rico over this case. We're getting your reaction to all of that. Yep. To the phone lines we go. Ben, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Casey. How are you? I'm well, man. What's up? Um, I find it shocking that they charged this this cat who, granted, gets a stupid award, but he didn't do anything whatsoever with any malice or any intent, and they've charged him with the same thing as the illegal immigrant was charged with for shooting that girl on the pier in San Francisco. Yeah, I bet they make his charge stick. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, and, of course, we know a judge stepped in with that other case in San Francisco also. But, you know, this, again, it's, you know, he thought the window was closed, according to all reports. They haven't provided anything that I am aware of tied to this case that would contradict that. And so, you know, from his perspective, does he reasonably 
believe that the windows are closed. If all of the windows are closed except for one window and it, he can't tell if it's open, then how can you really hold him accountable for that? Yeah, certainly if you're on a cruise ship, you have this level of anticipation that the windows, other than those on the very, very highest deck, which I don't believe he was on, um, are closed. I mean, that's kind of a thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I, find, I find it one abhorrent that the poor guy was charged at all. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of... Go ahead. Sorry. Two, that that what he's been charged with was the same thing they charged somebody who murdered, willfully murdered, pulled a, pulled a gun, uh, trigger and killed a, killed a woman. Yeah, and obviously this was, you know, again, they haven't provided any evidence to the contrary that this was a horrible accident. So, I, you know, negligent homicide, I don't, I don't know their criminal code in Puerto Rico either, so maybe they don't have a charge that fits what we're thinking. I don't know. Oh, I mean, what do you suppose will happen if indeed the, uh, the, their legal case against the cruise line goes through, the cruise line is found uh, criminally negligent, then only one person can be criminally negligent. Isn't that correct? I, you would assume so, but I'm not a lawyer. I, I don't know. It's Because, again, they have this lawsuit against the cruise ship, and there's you know lawyers have argued that there is a... A procedure that wasn't being wasn't being conducted properly with the window thing. Um, so you know, if they successfully argue that in court, yeah, you've got a point. Okay, so the cruise line now, and part of me is wondering if maybe this has to do with protecting the cruise industry, which is huge in Puerto Rico. I don't know. There's just they haven't given me any evidence to support what they're doing. You, you wouldn't be far wrong on that one. I think. I think. Puerto Rico's looking at their, their own bottom line and thinking, all right, one old guy goes to jail or we lose tens of billions of dollars of business. Yeah, I don't know. All right, Ben, appreciate the call, man. Thank you much. You take care. Oh, good. All right, so I, he said, I, if, if they provide evidence that they can show that, you know, he knew that the window was open, but then that would be intentional, wouldn't it? If he knew the window was open? I, I, I don't know. There's, I have so many questions about this, but people are, are furious. Um, but again, I technically... You know, the window was open, and he didn't notice the window was open. He put the kid up there. Uh, remember, the whole family said she loves banging on glass. She does it at hockey games all the time, so that's what she was getting up there to do, and nobody realized that the window was open, and she fell through. Ross, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon, Casey. How are you? I'm hanging in there, man. What's your thoughts on this? So, um, you know, I'm not trying to be insensitive about all this, but, I mean, common sense would dictate that you check to see if the window's open, and obviously, the window was at a height that this child couldn't reach it on its own. Uh, what would have happened if he would have taken another kid that came up to him that wasn't even related to him and sat it up on the window, and the same thing would have happened? The kid would have fell out and got killed. I mean, what, what would have happened then? The, the family would have sued him. Sure. You know? Yeah. And, you know, uh, it, the real question is, in that case, would it have been criminal also? Uh, it certainly would have been yeah, civil, just I, like you're talking well, about. It's it's kind of like involuntary manslaughter. I mean, you don't mean for that to happen, but it happened because of something that you did. And that could you be know, what Puerto Rico's looking at here. You know, Puerto Rico could be looking at, look, the kid yeah. would have never been up there. It would have never been an issue okay. had he not exactly. done this. Exactly. So. Exactly. I mean, you know, you've got to use common sense. And, you know, you hate to try to think of it this way, but it's hard to protect against stupid. Mm-hmm. If you do something stupid and, and something bad happens, who's at fault, even though you didn't mean to do it? All right. Hey, Ross, appreciate it, man. Thank you much. Hey, no problem. Right. Hey, thank you very much for your show. You bet. I appreciate it. 
Uh, now, if memory serves me correct, and I would have to go back and I would have to look at some of the old articles, I, I want to say that they said that other people had been up there on those windowsills and things like that. So, I, again, don't quote me on that. I want to say that that was something that came up originally in some of the reporting. You know, how accurate that is, I don't know, which could be another factor. Now, obviously, the family has made an issue of there being no signage to not put anybody up by the windows, that the windows could be open. And like I said, there's an argument that there was some protocols to keep the windows closed at certain times that were not being followed. Um, And again, I I don't know the validity of those. I'm just telling you that that was a part of the legal case going forward. Uh, But still, just um, a lot of people not happy with this. But again, there is a legal argument for the path that Puerto Rico is taking here. The question is, is it the right thing to do, I guess? Gloria, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Yes, uh, maybe I missed it, uh, but is he going to be jailed right now and and until this hearing? Well, there was an $80,000 bond, so as long as he covers the bond, he can get out. Well, I think that's ridiculous. He's not going any place. He's in mourning. Uh, why to have such a big amount and jail him at this point? Well, yeah, there could be a part of it, too. You know, people looking at the, the dollar amount. He's not a flight risk, and it, this is Puerto Rico, so it's not like he's going to vanish and not be able to get you know, get back to Puerto Rico. The U.S. will send him to Puerto Rico. So, yeah, it, it, I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's a part of their criminal code, and it's just a dollar amount that's kind of set in the legal system. I'm not sure. All right. Lori, well, appreciate that it. that was my comment. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you much. All right, so again, it, it's technically Puerto Rico has a path legally here for this, right? You know, had had he not lifted the child, and I don't want it to sound like I am berating this guy. Okay, the family is is um, been in his court the entire time. I can, I could not even fathom the pain that this man is going through. But I'm talking about the legal parameters here. Legally speaking, I suppose Puerto Rico has a path here. And, and then the question becomes, should they be taking that path, even if it is available to them? And I, I think that a lot of people would argue, no, as we've heard today. But then at the same time, you have the cruise line being sued. Um, and, and so... If they're going to hold the cruise ship responsible, does the authorities, are they free then to hold the grandfather responsible? And like I said, you know, honestly, I'm not really not trying to harp on this. I know the pain that this family must be going through is horrendous. And having to deal with this on top of all of that is unthinkable. But from a, an analytical standpoint, I suppose that Puerto Rico has a justifiable legal pathway here. And we'll take your phone calls, get more of your reaction on this. 574-2595-953. We'll take those calls next on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. I want to thank our sponsor, Second Amendment Arms and Range, located in New Carlisle. 
Mention me, get 50% off your range time. Go to secondamendmentarms.net for more information. We are talking about the, the situation involving little Chloe, who is the local girl who tragically passed away after falling out of a window on a cruise ship in Puerto Rico. Her grandfather, who is holding her at the time, has now been charged with negligent homicide. He's been released on $80,000 bond. Uh, I want to take you back to, what is this, June? Uh, Yeah, I want to take you back to June. Okay, so the reason I'm bringing this up is Bernadette Chua, I guess is how you say it. She, She wrote in a publication called Cruise Passenger that no questions were asked about the family's decisions that day or the actions of Chloe's grandfather. She feared that such a tragedy could be met with an overzealous response. Quote, while fingers have been pointed at the cruise line and its safety measures, when do cruisers take responsibility for their own well-being? Do you really want to lock every window on a cruise ship in case somebody holds their child in a position where it can fall out? Do you want to turn these vessels into playpens or cells where no one can do themselves any harm, however they behave? Um, She took a lot of heat for writing that column. A lot of heat. Now, obviously, she's employed by the cruise industry. There's, I want to go ahead, for those of you who haven't seen the picture of the ship, where this horrible tragedy happened, I'm staring at a picture right now with the window in question. So you've got this area, which is enclosed, and the wall is all glass. There are three panels stacked on top of each other. So you've got a rectangle panel on the bottom, a rectangle panel in the middle, and a rectangle panel on the top. Chloe fell through the middle panel where her grandfather lifted her up. And when you look at the pictures from inside the ship, it is very difficult to see if the windows are open or closed. And I'm just going by the photographs that I have. I obviously was not there. So there's a railing. So you have the bottom rectangular panel, which looks like it might be like, I don't know, three feet tall. And then there's a railing where that panel meets the the center glass panel. And he set her on that railing like he does at the hockey games where she bangs on the glass when her brother plays hockey. Um, so, you know, you, obviously if you've been to a, a, a hockey game, you see they've got, they've got that, you know, three foot barrier on the bottom, then you have the glass. And so he would set her up there and she would bang on the glass and root for her brother. And so this was a similar situation to that. She asked to be raised up to bang on the glass. He did not realizing the glass was open and tragically she fell through. Okay. So that's a, a recap. If you haven't seen the picture, Okay. Um, now, obviously, there are a lot of people who disagree with these charges. There are others who um, have pointed out that, well, you know, if they're going to sue the cruise line over this, then, you know, I, I, I guess that they're fair game, too. But ultimately, it's I mean, it's horrible for the family to have to deal with this period. But now they have to deal with this on top of the tragic loss of of Chloe. Anyway, five, seven, four, twenty five, ninety five, ninety five, three. What do you think? Cheryl, welcome to the program. Hello. Hi there. I guess um, I just got off a cruise ship, and it's very. Tra- we were talking about this, of course, not knowing this information, but um, 
you can definitely tell the windows are open because our ship had that same configuration okay. of the three sets of windows. And even sitting in port, there's a breeze coming in, so you very definitely know. So that's one point is okay. you know the window is open. And that was the an initial question that a lot of people had, too. cruise brochure that um, it has a very intricate list of safety measures and precautions. So I, my what did yours say about the family. glass? Pardon me? What, what did your safety precautions thing say? What did it say about the glass? Oh, it, it was so long and involved. Uh-huh. But just, just to be careful. In other words, you, the passenger, you have a responsibility to keep yourself aware. You're on a moving vessel mm-hmm. on water, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just to be careful. Okay. All right, Cheryl, you appreciate know, it. Alcohol use, steroids, that kind of thing. Gotcha. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And, you know, the, the mother had said that when she asked the crew, why would you have this window open? They said that, you know, it was to, to kind of air it out. And um, like you said, there, there's, you know, the, the question of why wasn't there any signage? Um, you know, I, folks, I initially when this happened, that was the question that everybody had. How could you not notice that the glass was um, not open? The pictures that I have seen, the glass pane looks pretty much the same as the glass around it because it's so clean. Um, but again, I wasn't there when it happened. So I, I, you know, all I can do is go from photographs and, and try to retroactively do this. Uh, but we got more of your phone calls coming up on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson, once again talking about this horrible case. Chloe Weigand, who died off of the cruise ship in Puerto Rico. Her grandfather has now been charged with negligent homicide in Puerto Rico as a result of this. Um, and again, it's, you know, I, I, I'm trying to tread carefully here because at this point in time, I don't have any evidence that this was anything other than a horrible accident. But there is a legal path that I think Puerto Rico is taking here. Of course, the question is, should they take this path? And I know that some people have called and said that, uh, you know, he should have noticed the window or whatever. You know, somebody sent me a message and said, I just installed a sliding glass door. I never have any idea if the thing's open or not. How many videos have we seen of people walking into glass doors? So theoretically, okay, this is possible to not notice that the window is open. Then there's the other aspect of, okay, if there is a legal path here, should Puerto Rico be filing charges? Because a civil case, you know, you're going to go in, you're going to file a civil case. The attorney said that it's coming soon. The family's obviously made mention of this before. If there's going to be a civil case and a lawsuit against the, the, cruise, the cruise liner, that can be tossed by a judge. You know, this is something now that, that has to be sorted out um, in criminal court, and even if there is, you know, a legal path here, is it appropriate to apply it in this case if the evidence points to this being an accident, okay? Uh, now, we don't have any of the witness testimonies or anything like that. I know that they were doing the investigation from the moment that this happened, and they're going to be talking with witnesses. So, I mean, who knows what comes out in the next couple of days. Mike, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hello, Casey. Hi there. Um I just wanted to address the whole idea of him not knowing the window was open. Um, I, well, I've never been on the Freedom, 
my wife and I cruise quite a bit, and we usually stick with Royal Caribbean. They are all of the same design for the pictures of the windows you're talking about. And I want to say they are all so heavily tinted, you can't help but know whether something is open or not. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, you were talking about the uh, people walking into sliding glass doors. This isn't clear glass. Gotcha. Um, because they're out at sea, uh, there's so much glare coming off of the water, you can easily see which windows are open, which ones aren't. So I think that maybe he has been charged because uh, someone investigating this has looked at where this happened, and they were having trouble believing that he didn't know. Okay. Um, and that could be. I, now, the I one photo that I have from the inside that shows the window, that's at night. So the tint would not be as evident in that photo as it would be during the day. Um, I, I've, I've actually seen a photo of that from the outside. Yeah. And if you look for that, uh, okay, you will see the light coming through the one open window, and you can tell which ones are closed. Um, I'd also like to mention that uh, all of these cruise ships have security cameras all over, and they have very advanced facial recognition. They can pretty much determine where each passenger is at any given time. I, I can't help but think someone must have reviewed some footage of this and seen him put the child up to that railing. Well, and, and then this... also put it with knowing the window had had to have been open. Yeah, and this is another question that we have too. Is you know we know that there's cameras, but nobody's seen footage of that, and so you know next couple of days, I think when Puerto Rico starts responding to stuff in the press, you know we'll we'll start to they start building their case. We'll start to see a lot more of that. Um, so thank you for the yeah, information, I, Mike. I, I appreciate. I, it. I want to get some other people on. Okay, I appreciate appreciate it very much. I appreciate the information. It's just that you know people have been waiting for a long time. I want to make sure I get them on before we go to break. Uh, Rich, welcome to the program. Hey, um, I just like to throw my two cents in there because okay. I've been on the Freedom of the Seas three times. Okay, um, and my kids have been in that specific daycare room. Okay, um, and like Mike just said, the previous caller, there is a, a very noticeable, very obvious green tint to the glass. Okay. But I mean, I mean, that's, and if you look at the, the height of the railing, just like a lot of other parents do, they hold their children up close to, but not outside of the window. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're forgetting one huge point here. The guy is a detective. Okay. So he has to have hellacious powers of observation. I mean, he can't miss this this green glass being gone. Is the colossal wind coming in through? I got you. Know you. what I'm saying? I no, yeah, I, I got what you're saying. All right, Rich, appreciate it. Thank you much. Um, I know that the I, I didn't know that the grandfather was a detective. I know that he works for St. Joseph County. I know that father works for South Bend Police Department. Either way, I, I'm praying for the family. I hope they can find a way to heal after this. More coming up.